This is Unstoppable with Zen Honeycut, Episode 11, Airways for Sale. Yesterday, some very disturbing news came across my news feed in social media posted by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., an article by CNET called FCC Approves $9.7 Billion Payment to Free Up Satellite Spectrum for 5G. The agency approves a controversial plan to speed up moving satellite providers off valuable C-band spectrum. This is by Margaret Reardon, posted February 28th. And the article talks about how the Federal Communications Committee voted along party lines on Friday to move forward with a controversial plan to pay satellite companies to free up critical mid-band spectrum for 5G use. Democrats on the commission agreed that more of the valuable mid-band spectrum is needed to make 5G a reality in the U.S. This is because 5G is shorter, the, the frequency is higher, but the waves are move in a, uh, a shorter, it's a, they cover a shorter distance. So the, they need to ride on the longer waves, the 4G, in order to get you know, where they're going. And so they need the mid-band spectrum as well. And um, so the Democrats also criticized the Republican-led agency for overstepping its authority in creating an auction that would allocate billions of dollars in incentive payments to satellite providers for moving off their spectrum early. The so-called C-band auction is the FCC's latest move to free up more spectrum for 5G. Now, this is disturbing to me because, you know, it's the first time I realized that our airways are up for auction and that there are billions of dollars moving around around this. Of course there is, but, you know, you don't really think about this until it's in your face in an article. Um, It says the agency has been under pressure to make available more so-called mid-band spectrum, which will be critical in the deployment of 5G because it'll allow signals to travel over longer distances than the very high-frequency spectrum that the FCC has already auctioned off for 5G. So they jumped the gun here, right? The FCC has already auctioned off space for the the broadband, sorry, the spectrum, sorry, the spectrum for 5G, the airways for 5G, but they didn't uh, allow for the mid-band, which the 5G needs in order to be successful. So the plan calls for the FCC to pay satellite companies three to $5 billion in compensation for abandoning the C-band spectrum and moving to another frequency so that the airways can be auctioned. But the most controversial part of the plan is that is the $9.7 billion the FCC plans to pay satellite providers to accelerate their move off the C-band spectrum. So So our taxpayer dollars are going to be going toward paying satellite providers to to make this technology switch. And keep in mind, this is a switch, you know, away from um, this is this is a diversion away from underground cables that are more reliable in in the case of hurricanes or fires or power outages due to tons of people using air conditioning because of you know, it's extremely hot, which is how our weather patterns are predicted to go. Underground cables are more reliable. Um, And the FCC is going to be giving out billions of dollars for the above ground airway satellite 
programs, which can be damaged by all of these things. It doesn't make any sense. These are our taxpayer dollars, and that money is going to be going towards technology, which is less reliable. This makes me angry. I mean, when we're in an emergency situation and we need to be able to call family across the country, you know, it's going to be these few people that have made this decision that'll that'll have that not be possible, right? This is this is outrageous. So this plan was announced earlier this month, the article continues, and several Democrats in Congress objected to the incentive payments, warning that they would lead to litigation and delay in the role of 5G service, right? Because some would be getting payments and some would not. And um, and some of the Democrats argued on Friday that the FCC has no authority to allocate such a big cut of the proceeds to paying off foreign satellite companies. Instead, the FCC is required by law to put this money into the U.S. Treasury, they say. They argue that the nearly $10 billion in proceeds from the auction could be better used to help close the, the digital divide and boost emergency communications. Absolutely. And this is... Um, this is important, you know, that our d- Democrats in Congress are paying attention to this and are bringing these issues up is important. And um, we we need people like you to tell your Democrats or, yeah, and your Republican senator, uh, congressmen that uh, we want them to invest in technology that is reliable. And that is fiber optics, underground fiber optics cables. Uh, that's where our taxpayer money should be going. So, um, you know, this article talks about, you know, where the money should be going and um, how, you know, some companies may not keep up their end of the bargain if they get these payments or not get the payments. So that could, you know, create, as somebody was saying, litigation and delays. The FCC chairman, Ajit Pai, who coincidentally enough, was the former uh, lawyer for Verizon, said it was time to move forward in getting mid-band spectrum out in the market for 5G. And he uh, took swipes at their Democratic colleagues for, you know, saying that they are delaying progress. And, you know, what's what's happening is that they don't want to delay progress just for because of these the issues with the payouts and the money and taxpayer dollars and all of that, I would hope, I don't know, but I would hope that, that some of these congressmen would like to de- delay progress because of concerns over whether or not this technology is going to be harmful and also concerns over local authority, local control, whether or not there's going to be local control. Because there are two bills out, which I'm going to get to in a minute, covering those um well, covering one of those issues. And so this they're saying that this is a long and complicated process and that the wireless industry has been pushing for this spectrum to be reallocated so it can be used to build their 5G networks. And um, it explains that the, the 5G spectrum, which is on 3.7 gigahertz to 4.2 gigahertz range of frequencies, is considered crucial to the deployment of 5G, Right. Wireless carriers need a mix of wireless spectrum that consists of very high frequency spectrum, low band spectrum, and mid band spectrum, like the C band spectrum, to to deliver the coverage and speeds necessary to make 5G a reality. C band is also valuable because it's the same spectrum that several other countries around the world plan to use for 5G. 
23 countries, including Australia, Germany, Finland, South Korea, and UK, have already auctioned um, or allocated C-band spectrum for 5G usage. So this auction is expected to take place in December. So we have some time to educate our congressmen about this issue and to delay this. This is very, very important because 5G won't be able to take off without this C-band spectrum. And we need to get, we need to educate ourselves more about this. I'm just learning about this with you. Um, and we need to go to websites like environmentalhealthtrust.org and uh, stop, uh, sorry, a uh, 5G crisis.com. And the, oh gosh, there's many of them. I'm sorry if you're in this area and I'm not mentioning your website, but there are many websites with a lot of data. We are the evidence.org and, and raise raise awareness with this, not just with your senators and congressmen, but also with farmers and residents in rural communities. Back in 2000, um, sorry, back, yes, 2019, December 4th, 2019, Christine Fisher wrote an article in eGadget that FCC rolls out a $9 billion fund for rural 5G connectivity. It shows a picture of a farmer. The FCC is creating a $9 billion fund that she wrote to support rural high-speed connectivity. The funding is intending to help carriers deploy 5G in hard-to-serve areas, those that are sparsely populated and have rugged terrain. At least $1 billion will be reserved for 5G to support precision agriculture. We must ensure that 5G narrows rather than widens the digital divide and that rural Americans receive the benefit that comes from rural wireless innovation, FCC Chairman Ajit Pai said in this statement. Uh, the 5G fund would be available through reverse auction, and it will replace the $4.5 billion mobility fund phase two, which was meant to expand 4G um, LTE uh, served in underserved areas. And so, you know, reverse auction is basically like, we're going to pay you right, to put this out there and um, expand rural broadband at the FCC have has invested heavily in expanding rural broadband access. And um, it recently approved another $137 million to bring high-speed internet access to 36,579 homes and businesses over the next decade. So, um, you know, this is, this is important to know that they expand to, they intend to expand 5G in rural communities. And I'm very, very concerned about this because of the 10,000 studies which have been shown, which have shown harm to all living things. This includes insects, plants, animals, humans, um, anything that conducts water, right? Anything with water in it. Uh, this is extremely important. In fact, uh, Marconi, uh, back in 1906, did a study and used radio frequencies on an island and actually recorded that 90% of the bees on that island died. So we know now that these radio frequencies are causing bee colony collapse. The pesticides and the herbicides don't help either, folks. They do not. But these radio frequencies do cause bee colony collapse. So moving in 4 and 5G into our rural communities with farming is a disaster. One out of three bites of food depend upon bees and pollinators. 
you know, this, this is an urgent situation that we stop 5G in rural communities as well. I mean, the entire agriculture economy depends upon, um, the entire, entire agriculture industry depends upon these bees and, um, and our economy, our American economy as well. So more evidence of just in case you didn't hear this, and I believe maybe I might've mentioned it in one previous podcast, frogs that were subjected to radio frequencies from 140 yards away during that particular time, uh, normally only 40% of the frogs would die. And according to this study, and, uh, but when they were subjected to radio frequencies, 90% of the frogs died. And normally during a particular period of time of the study, there would only be 3.2% of birds that would not produce eggs, right? That would be not fertile. And during this particular study with radio frequencies emitting from uh, 200 yards away, 40% of the birds did not produce any bees. And they were there are other studies showing the bees within 10 minutes of exposed to radio frequencies, they were unable to metabolize fat and sugar proteins. And another study showed that within 15 minutes of being subjected to uh, these radio frequencies, bees were quiet, then they got agitated, then they left. And the queen bee was previously able to lay 546 eggs a day, and then it went down to 150 a day. The amount of honey that they were able to produce went down to one-eighth, and by the end, all the bees died. They are showing absolute, clear, and irrefutable evidence that these radio frequencies do cause bee colony collapse. This is fairly new information to me. This is not what we're seeing on in our media. This is uh, not what is being put out, right, in our, what we're seeing on commercials with giant cell phones following people around and T-Mobile with the beams of, you know, pink light going everywhere that's supposed to be so wonderful. Uh, We're seeing all of these, you know, um, claims of benefits of being able to download videos faster. What they're talking about is the speed of going from eight seconds down to four seconds for download speed of, of a video. We don't need that, folks. We don't need a four-second convenience um, for the sake, you know, you know, we don't need to kill off the bee populations for the sake of a four-second convenience, okay? I hope everybody would agree with that, that our food supply, that our insects, our pollinators, our um, ecosystem is a little bit more important than being able to watch Game of Thrones four seconds faster. This is just completely unnecessary. So... Uh, what do we do about this? Well, you, first of all, you may want to educate yourself further and just check out the articles. You know, one I mentioned today was Engadget on FCC rolls out a $9 billion fund for rural 5G connectivity. This was back in December last year. And then the most recent article um, that I'm looking at, it could be on many different news, you know, um, news uh, outlets, but this one is on CNET and it's called FCC approves $9.7 billion payment to free up satellite spectrum for 5G. And uh, we need we need to act on this, folks. Okay, so there are two bills out. One is called HR 530. So this is in Congress. It's called Accelerate, Accelerating Broadband Development by Empowering Local Communities Act of 2019. 
This sponsor is Representative Ashu, E-S-H-O-O, uh, Anna G. Ashu. And she's a Democrat from California, introduced on January 14th, 2019, and into the House of Energy and, Com- and Commerce. And the bill is, the, the description for this bill says, this bill nullifies rules issued by the Federal Communications Committee that revoke state and local authority to regulate telecommunications equipment deployment. This is awesome. We need local authority over whether or not we have 4 and 5G, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say that this is a local or state issue and not necessarily a federal federal issue? Wouldn't you say that our local citizens, our, our cities, our towns, our communities, if we don't want this, we should be able to say we don't want this? I mean, the last time I checked, this was a free market. We had a, a democracy and a capitalism, and people had a choice whether or not to buy one type of car or another, right? Well, this bill says, okay, we get to regain control uh, state and local authority to regulate telecommunications equipment deployment. Um, it says that the federal government, you know, does not get to dictate what we what we say or do about this. It has 58 co-sponsors. Uh, it is it's in the House of and Energy, the House Energy and Commerce Committee, and there is one other related bill. So I'm going to talk about this one. This one is. In uh, it's the Senate Bill 2012 2012, Restoring Local Control Over Public Infrastructure Act of 2019. This was put forward by Senator Feinstein, Diane Feinstein, and um, has eight co sponsors. And this was submitted to the Senate Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committees in let's see, introduced uh, June 27th of 2019. And this bill is, yes, Restoring Local Control of a Public Infrastructure Act. And uh, this bill, you can see it if you go to congress.gov forward slash bill um, and then type in um, S2012. So, you know, this is great as well, restoring local control over Public Infrastructure Act. And um, it, it removes, it's, it's accelerating wire wireline broadband deployment by removing barriers to infrastructure investment. Um, I believe I'd have to look at this bill a little bit more, but I believe it focuses more on broadband, the, on, you know, the um, below ground, the cables. But it definitely preserves the rights of state and, lo- state and local governments, right? So it gives us back our rights around this. So these bills need to be supported. We need to talk to our senators and representatives and let them know how important this is. And we need to stop this auctioning of the mid-band uh, spectrum, this auction that will happen in December. So we do have some time on this, but uh, it seems like they'll probably be moving on this even faster, seeing as they have, there are three lawsuits up out right now, one District 9 in California and two that have been filed, one by Environmental Health Trust against the FCC and one by Children's Health Defense against the FCC. And um, 
there's one, there's another bill. I mean, there's another uh, filing as well. And I'm forgetting the name of the group that did it, but they, they, what they're saying, they're pointing out is that there's a financial scam. Mercola wrote an article about this if you want to look it up. But there's a scam going on where the money that was originally given to the, these companies for broadband is being used for uh, the, for wireless, right? So that is taking our money and diverting, you know, taxpayer dollars over to this, uh, you know, the, the wireless when it was supposed to originally be for um, underground cables. And so there's, there's some shenanigans going on folks up on the Hill and it's to the tune of billions and billions of dollars. And, you know, this is, this is not acceptable. We need to connect with our representatives and senators and speak up about this. Now, I know a lot of attention is on the election right now. Um, and, and as you think about which candidate that you want to support going forward, I would urge you to put at the foremost of your decision making, which candidate is being funded Ask yourself, find out, is your candidate being funded by big ag, big pharma, big oil, big tech, right? Are they being funded by these big corporations? Because if they are, they are already bought. I know some of you may have heard me say this before, but it bears saying again, they are not making decisions based on your best interest if they are receiving millions of dollars from big telecom companies, right? Or millions of dollars from uh, big ag right? Because these are connected folks, right? They're getting 5G out into rural communities. These GMO farmers, big ag, Monsanto down DuPont, they are in cahoots now with telecom, right? Saying, oh yeah, we need 5G in order to be able to uh, run these tractors, which cost these farmers tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to be able to, you know, do this precision agriculture and plant tens of thousands of acres of GMO corn, which is toxic, which is destroying our soil. It's destroying our, our soil quality, the air quality, the water quality, purity, destroying it, destroying our planet. But they need 5G, which is now going to destroy also, you know, which is on 4G, rides right? on 4G folks. So it's, it's actually 4 slash 5G, right? Um, that will destroy the, the, the pollinator populations, this is destroying the planet and our tax dollars are paying for it. And this needs to stop. So we need to raise awareness with our senators and our representatives, and we need to elect people into office that will be accountable for actually supporting decisions, which protect our pollinators and our animals and our plants. Um, you know, another thing to be aware of is that, People are reporting that when these small cell facility poles go up, the plants underneath them uh, get more fragile and like frail, like the stalk gets thinner, they get drier, they become fire hazardous plants. We don't need more fire hazards, folks. We've got enough fires going on across the, the around the world right now. We do not need 4 and 5G causing more fire hazards, more fires, period. Um, 
you know, killing off our pollinators, hurting our frogs and our bee, our birds and human beings and our pets and our animals. Imagine you got one of these small cell units right outside of a, a cow farm or a pig farm, right? This is going to this is going to kill these animals off. It's going to cause sickness in them and, and immune deficiencies and um, and agitation and behavioral issues and all kinds of problems. I mean, folks, this is very, very serious. So what we need to do is to contact our senators and our representatives. We need to get organized locally. If you are not connected with a local group in your city to stop this, please do that today. And if they, if you, you don't already have one, um, there are there are many of them across the country. Okay, five uh, stop five G um, international uh, had parades. You know, all not parades, sorry, uh, marches all across the country. That was yeah, stop five G international. Five uh, G crisis has a list of groups. EHtrust.org has a list of groups. We would also like to know if our Moms Across America supporters start a group, we would like to be able to list it just like EH Trust has done um, and connect with them and connect our groups and have all of us be connected and working together. So we need you to start our group on Facebook or Instagram or meetup.com and email us at info at Moms Across America, the name of your group, the link. And then we will ask you, you know, within about a couple of months, maybe three months to tell us how many people are in your group. And then we can start coordinating with other organizations that are working on this and say, hey, how many people do you have working on this group so that we can go to our representatives and senators and say, look, there are whatever, one, two million people, whatever strong across the country working on this. And there's a, you know, collection, a collective, collaborative, right, involving, you know, these many different organizations that are working together uh, to speak up about this. We do not want for 5G dense deployment, right? These poles every 500 feet in our neighborhoods, 25 feet from our homes, uh, just it simply cannot happen. So we are urging you to uh, get connected and to go to momsacrossamerica.org. I will be putting up a, a list of some talking points and urging everyone to ask their, um, their city councils and their commissioners a few questions in order to have your ordinances be more uh, solidified. And I'll be putting that up probably in the next few days. We need to run some things by some lawyers, but do, you know, sign up for our newsletter on momsacrossamerica.org. I will send out a notification and do join us on our Moms Connect calls. We just had one this past Monday and uh, we'll continue to do that. We will continue to support you in getting the appropriate information out from your city council and city commissioners and giving them the appropriate information that they need to make the best decision. And the best decision right now is for them to delay any approvals. So this really, this really makes a difference in your focus. If you go to your city council and just say, well, we want you to do a a hundred foot setback instead of a 25 foot setback. That means that you're still, playing this game with them of approving, approving, putting up these small cell facilities, right? These poles with these, with this 4G on it that you do not need that close to your home. And whether it's 25 foot back or hundred foot back, hundred feet setback, they can still just turn the power up, right? So I'm asking you not to do that right now. I know a lot of cities, 
you know, are doing that, uh, you know, that's your choice. But I personally believe, and many personally believe, the best strategy is to delay, 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 which means ask them not to approve any applications, regardless of a setback. You know, you can still work on that setback if you'd like to with the ordinance, um, work on the ordinance, but do not approve any until these FCC lawsuits are complete and these bills have been voted upon. I know this might take a year or so, but look, I mean, if we have the chance of having the FCC guidelines abolished, why would we make any decisions based on 4G, 5G now? Why would we, why would we do that? It wouldn't make any sense for our city. We would have these big, ugly poles up or these small cells on every telephone uh, uh, pole or street lamp in our city. And then within a year, they could all be useless or, you know, required to be taken down or whichever, right? They, they, all the laws could change. So there's no point in approving anything right now for any city. We need to have them delay the process. Now, of course, they're going to get a lot of pushback. The telecom companies are going to say, oh, well, that's violating the laws. We're going to sue you. Um, but the lawsuits, I promise, the lawsuits from telecom are going to pale in comparison to the lawsuits from the residents that are going to file for harm, you know, for uh, sickness and cancer, maybe even death for um, in, in, in electromagnetic sensitivities, which has some people be homeless because they, they cannot live in communities where they have Wi-Fi. So these very serious lawsuits face our cities and we need to make them aware of this today. So I urge you to email your, you know, your commissioners be in communication, get on this, connect with groups that are on this and protect your communities. These, these are our towns. This is our states. These are our states, our countries, and our future. So it's time for us to take action. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for getting the word out. We need to share this right now, folks. I appreciate your time.